Hey everybody, if you haven't heard, the premier fall InsureTech event is now digital, ITC Global. For those of you that have been to the conferences, we usually get to meet in person, but this year it is digital. It'll be taking place from September 21st through September 23rd. A friend of the program, a podcast guest of ours, Caribou Honig, one of the co-founders, uh, that's a shout out, go listen to his episode. And we are thrilled here at Vertifor to be both a title sponsor and the official insurance distribution sponsor. If you're attending, make sure to check out all the great things we have going on at the conference. Whether you're watching Amy Zupan's Fireside Chat, Chad Hawkinson and James Tom's Unwebinar, or stopping by our virtual booth. There's plenty of ways to interact with us. Hopefully, we will see you there. Welcome to the Vertifor Insurance Podcast with Rick Fox. We're here to talk about the industry with some of its biggest influencers. From technology, trends, and current events, if it's happening in insurance, you'll hear about it here. Make sure to tune in every week and join in on the conversation with us on social media at Vertifor. And now, here's Rick Fox. Welcome back to another episode of the Vertifor Insurance Podcast. The VIP, I'm the host, Rick Fox. And I just wanted to stop for one second and thank everyone who's tuning in. We are blazing through downloads. It is very humbling to see the support we're getting. I'm constantly getting uh, notes on, on uh, LinkedIn, direct messages saying how much the show is enjoyable for people. And I appreciate that. We're going to keep doing it. We're going to keep bringing on great guests. And today we have another one. Uh, I am very excited to have Aaron Steffi on today. Aaron is uh, two things. Number one, Aaron is the managing partner of Steffi Insurance Agency, not your just a small little agency. He's got big plans and he's already in the five figures of customers. Uh, they don't mess around. And I guess though, what I can say about Aaron is he's so busy or he's not so busy that he has time to co-found a software company out of Philadelphia called Propeller. And Propeller, I'm, we're going to get into that. And it is um, basically a automate, automation process for the surety bond market. And I think it's really exciting. When this kind of came up, I thought, what a great way to sort of learn a little more about surety bonds. Everyone out there listening knows I used to be an agency owner. And I can tell you, I'm raising my hand right now as one of those guys that did not or does not know probably as much as I need to know about surety bonds. So we're going to do a little bit of, uh, you know, a little surety bonds 101 and also talk about how transactionally you can make that not, not necessarily a loss leader, but maybe something in your agency that's positive and ways to automate those processes. So I'm rambling. Aaron, welcome to the show. So glad to have you, my man. Hey, thanks, Rick. I appreciate it. appreciate the time you and Dylan are giving me. And I'd also like to add in there that uh, that Aaron is a graduate of Villanova University. My favorite basketball coach in the world, Jay Wright, coaches there. My daughter actually got into Villanova this year, decided to go elsewhere, which made me a little sad. I was looking forward to attending some games, but uh, still happy she's going. She's going to be in Boston, so maybe I'll go watch the Celtics. I don't know. So, Aaron, let's start with this. I sort of gave a, a high-level view of you know who you are, but I want you to kind of tell us your story, how you got there. You know, you've been in the business for a while with the agency and now with this new thing. How did this all come about? Like, what was your, what was your journey? Well, uh, as far as insurance goes, I kind of grew up in it. So um, I grew up the child of a mom and pop 
uh, Erie Insurance Agency in Indianapolis, Indiana. Um, so my childhoods were spent at the office, uh, typing up envelopes, um, licking envelopes clean, uh, you know, sending filing papers away and, and Manila uh, files and um, just kind of like working in the agency. And so um, I always told myself, you know, I, I definitely was never going to do insurance or work in insurance later on. I, I, I probably knew more or too much about insurance um, uh, than I should have uh, by the time I was 18. Um, fast forward, I, I went to Ole Miss, did my undergrad and uh, graduated in 09. Um, timing was weird. Job prospects were weird. I, mm -hmm. I, I wasn't really sure where I wanted to be or what I wanted to do. So I thought, you know, I'll go back home. Uh, spend a year working in the agency and then kind of just figure it out from there. Um, and I just, I happened to be good at it. And I kind of found my niche in insurance, which is mostly uh, in the sales business development side of things. Um, fast forward a little bit later, you know, as, as acquisitions um, continue to grow, uh, I got a real um, excitement out of M&A activity. And uh, we found a, a small book of business to purchase in the Philadelphia area, which is uh, where I had family originally from and, and had always been going to Philly to visit family. And uh, it gave my wife and I an opportunity to kind of jump and And it was cool because I got to, you know, have the feeling of acquiring a book and growing mm -hmm. a book in a new market and doing my own thing. Um, but not quite leaving the nest wholly. So um, so that was pretty fun. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, Propeller kind of was born a couple years ago. Uh, I was working with a, um, I'd finished my MBA at Villanova. And in doing so, I just got so much um, kind of a new outlook on things. Mm -hmm. I, I, a lot of people in the MBA program were at big corporations, whereas I was, you know, a little intimidated going into it, being at kind of a, a small agency, a, you know, small business. And um, I just kind of like, hearing them gripe about the processes of their day-to-day -day world in uh, corporate America and kind of aligning that with myself. Um, I got more and more interested in, in technology, innovation, um, disruption for, for the better good. And, um, and so we met uh, our software, I met our software partners through a mutual connection. They're actually based out of Sydney, Australia. And um, we, you know, talked about several different lines of business we wanted to work and, and maybe try to automate or, or revolutionize to some degree. And, and then we kind of landed on surety bonds. So that's, um, that's kind of my, my career arc in insurance. So that's far. your story and you're sticking to it. I love it. Bit, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, I'm excited about it only in the, in the sense of like what I said before, which is this is a topic that every agency is involved with at one level or another uh, because of other, their customer base. Uh, and whether or not they have somebody like at one point we had someone in our office that basically just did surety bonds for everyone. Mm -hmm. And that was great for me. Cause again, I don't have a good enough understanding of that whole climate of, you know, what, what carriers and what markets and what, where do I need to do? When do, you know, all of that stuff. So, so for me, I think the best way I'd love to, I'd love to talk about because of your expertise and obviously that's become probably deeper and deeper as you work more with the software side of this is let's do a quick sort of surety bonds 101 why why does it why is it so important in an agency and and where are agencies that probably look at it as you know this thing they must do and they could maybe potentially looking at something they should be not only doing but maybe even marketing more so talk to me a little bit about that uh yeah i mean 
when I'm demoing our current product now, the thing that always comes up or the thing that I, I always have mentioned is that um, for most insurance agents, surety is looked at as an accommodation to commercial clients. Um, they rarely ever market it, I think mostly because of the perceived low dollar value. Mm-hmm. Um, so w- what it is, is, you know, most commercial surety bonds, transactional bonds are between one and $500 in premium. Um, that said, they do generate, you know, 25, 30% commission. So a little higher than, than typical policies, but I, they're not marketed, I think in, in a lot of ways because, um, because of the, you know, the, the perceived low return on investment and then the high touch. Um, surety yeah. bonds historically are just not easy to write. Um, and, and so you would have to, you know, find the bond form. You'd have to fill out kind of a lengthy application. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you would submit it. And then there was, uh, you know, there's emails. And then there is some notarization involved at times and stamps and seals. And, and the carrier mails it the bond to the, the client. It's just, it gets messy. And so, um, you don't find a ton of agencies marketing surety. It's looked at more so as, um, like I said, an accommodation to commercial clients. And uh, I think those are the reasons why, just the high touch and the perceived uh, low dollar value. Well, I think probably you were one of the, like there's so many parts of this industry and we know this and, and anyone who listens to this program on a regular basis talks, hears me talk about operational efficiency. Here's another area where your agency might be not looking at this properly or using it as leverage to either get more customers, make your current customers happier Mm -hmm. uh, because it's such a, like you said, it's such a high touch. It's like, Oh, 500 bucks. And I just spent four hours trying to battle through getting this worked out. Um, And I think that's sort of the antithesis of where propeller came from. And I'm really excited kind of at this point, as we sort of talk about like, 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 so if I'm an agency, I, I do surety bonds. Um, you started to look at it more uh, where you could come from a different angle as far as a distribution strategy. Talk to me about that. Um, yeah, so our distribution strategy, I mean, for this, for this to work, we kind of realized we have to make the pain points of agents um, obsolete. So we have to take away all. So, I mean, the first thing, paper processes. Um, it's totally feasible now to have a digital application where the information you input is mapped to an application. That's what you see, um, you know, all day long now when you're quoting personal lines, commercial Mm -hmm. lines, et cetera. Uh, the, the difficult part with bonds is that every bond form is different. So, um, when I'm, I could quote a thousand customers auto with travelers and, you know, it's the same form or the same uh, uh, policy form with just different names and addresses uh, input. Whereas the bond forms, I mean, it's different for every municipality, every different state has different bond forms, there's federal bond forms. So it's really just just maintaining the bond library was half the battle. So that was the first thing was solve kind of the paper intensive process of this. Um, and, and that includes, you know, electronic signature, electronic notary, um, which states had started to approve already, but then the coronavirus, you know, sped that right, process right. up. So now all 50 states allow electronic signature, electronic notary, and we've already built that into the system. So that was just a bit of a stroke of luck. Um, you know, I, there's, there's many ways that 
the coronavirus has actually has, has hurt the launch of the business, but but that's one um, that was a positive. And then well, Aaron, uh, Aaron second, this let me jump in here. That's a, yeah. that, like a while back we did a silver linings uh, podcast on the coronavirus and mm-hmm. and how obviously devastating and it's been so impactful on every aspect of our lives. But the one, the one, the word that comes to mind in the insurance business when I think about it is urgency, and it did nudge people in the right direction. So in your case, in the case of what you're trying to put together, uh, nudging the states and nudging those those even the municipalities to move to something more electronic at a faster yeah. pace became. I mean, that's that's a godsend, right? Yeah, I, we had we had spoken to some really large national brokers during the coronavirus and they all had to work from home. So limited access to printers, they were still stamping bonds with a seal and mailing them out and all of that went away. And so everyone's kind of looking at each other, like, what do we do? And, you know, I described earlier how, um, you know, agencies kind of, um, you know, cast off surety um, in in a lot of ways. So do carriers. I mean, right. Carriers are interested, you know, above all in automating the big ticket items, commercial insurance, personal insurance, et cetera. So um, sureties, when they look at their their technology spend every year and where it's going to go, sureties very, very low down on the rung. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's kind of this, um, you know, it's kind of just an ignored segment of our business. And uh, I kind of liken it sometimes to uh, umbrellas for personal lines agencies, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. everyone except says, more work, oh, well, except yeah, more work. <laughs> yeah. We'll write the umbrella, um, because it helps retention. Well, it's the same with surety bonds. Um, of course. otherwise, you know, your customer, uh, is going to, uh, buy their, you know, their commercial policy through you go get their surety bonds through a direct rider or an outside source. And I think agencies are very short-sighted if they don't think that eventually those direct surety bond riders are going to start selling them commercial policies. Yeah, exactly. Um, now look at that. You, think about how many different ways that happens. You know, yeah. I mean, how long before, you know, that, that becomes something that cares. You're like, well, let's just, let's just, let's do this. Let's go the other way around and let's go get their commercial now. Mm-hmm. And that's again, th- this, the whole point of this show, the whole point that we do here is we want people to be able to write something down, jot it on their, their iPad, make notes, on their computer, whatever, and go back to their days and be better. And I guarantee you, I'm raising my hand right now from my agency back in the day. And I guarantee you, raise your hand if surety bond sort of is the, for lack of a better term, ugly stepchild that doesn't get the just due that it deserves. And here's why. Two, two points. Number one, and these are both things Aaron said, but let me knock them out in bullets. Number one, if you are giving better service, to your customers by making this process something that's important because it is important in the commercial world, you're doing better at keeping your customers happy. That's one. Number two, you're blocking disruptors or changes in the environment that are going to come from the other direction and maybe take that away from you and come take that main piece of your business. Now, all of that being said, I know someone out there or many people out there are still going, I, I understand that makes sense. We don't have time in our day to get something like that up to a point where we are, where we mm-hmm. are, you know, flying through it and using it in a way that it makes a whole ton of sense. So here's here's the win. You guys know me. 
I do not do advertisements. This is not an advertisement for Propeller. But what Propeller does is something every agency should be doing and looking at. And that's why it's important enough for you to listen and, and learn from this. So, so Aaron, talk to me about if I'm, I'm sitting at my desk and I got to do a surety bond, and I got to do that manually the way I would normally do it. What does my life look like differently if I automate that process through, through a propeller? Talk to me about what, what streamline I, I, can, I can put into my world. Um, so first of all, we've white labeled our product for agencies and brokers. So we've built this amazing piece of technology that we white label. Um, I always, uh, tell in our demos, I always tell people that we kind of use the Shopify model where, um, mm -hmm. we build okay. the highway and we just collect a toll on the way through. So, um, we've built this awesome piece of technology and automated all the transactional surety bonds. We white label it for agencies so that it can be client facing or it can be, um, you know, agent led where they're actually inputting the information or there's a hybrid. Um, the other thing. And so the hybrid. So, looks so you like, have you have part of the system where I can just send a, a link to yes. somebody in my to my customer and they can fill out all that information. If I if I decide I want to go that route. Yeah, wow. the, they could. The customers can self-service. They could they could find their. um they could find their bond, they can purchase it, um, and you get commission, you know, they could purchase it at midnight while you're asleep and you'd be getting commission. So that's one I good like thing about it is that. it it works 24 hours a day. It doesn't mm -hmm. take vacations. Mm -hmm. And um, secondly, you know, what we kind of built is a better system than direct writers. So the direct writers, oftentimes, it's just a, a glorified digital form. Um, so you'll fill out this this form and then you get the dreaded message that someone will contact you within 48 hours uh, we built an actual instant issue uh, portal where you literally get a bond at the end of the purchase process and then um, but instead of selling direct we've white labeled it for agencies so agencies kind of get the benefit of having the tools direct writers do um, whilst actually you know retaining commission because our my whole approach is um, you know, I love the agency channel, specifically the independent yes. agent channel. And you know, and I do too. Yeah. And I'm not, uh, I'm not, I mean, if we ever sold bonds direct, it'd be through like an affinity channel where right. someone asks us, um, you know, Hey, the subcontractors association wants a portal for all of our members, but I'd prefer agents go do that. You know, yes, I, I, I prefer that, that agents, cause we can, we can sub sub, you know, label it where, if an agency has an in with uh, the Brewers Association, they can do that. Um, so that's kind of how we changed the distribution channel uh, or just the distribution strategy is we made, we took agents um, existing client base and existing local presence. And um, we've used, we've kind of used them as paid marketers in a way for surety bonds um, as opposed to sitting there and transacting them all day long. Now an agent can lead the customer through the process still, um, and there's a hybrid method where the agent can pick the bond, you know, do half of it and then share the link with the customer so they can finish it at a later time. So, so let, like, this is anecdotal, but let me just ask the question. If I'm sitting here and I've got a, a, a three bonds that I need to do yeah. and I need to get them done today in the way that my agency has been doing this for years, which is the manual process. Mm -hmm. uh, there are three different customers and I'm, so I'm going to fill out these forms. I'm going to do all of the work. 
and then wait 48 hours. But how much, like how much time is that taking me just anecdotally to work on three surety bonds in my office? And then tell um, me what the new process would look like. Yeah. So it, it depends on the carriers you have. Um, so there's a, a few carriers that have a little more streamlined system than others. Okay. So but, give me the best um, case, like the best case, best if case I'm working scenario, with the best, the, the most streamlined process and I'm doing three versus yeah. um, maybe like an hour, two hours. And then, okay. but then you have to, but then oftentimes the, the carrier is actually then stamping and mailing the bond to the customer instead of them just instantly having a digital copy copy wow. that they okay. can turn in. All right. So let's just so, say, let's say, let's say conservatively, I just spent an hour doing three surety bonds. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now give me this, the new distribution strategy, the way you've created, how long would that same three, three bonds take me? Five minutes. And that's not a, that's not a, um, that's, that's not aggressive. That's, that's conservative. Yeah, it's not a sales thing. Like that's conservative. Yeah. You five minutes. If you so if think about it. it. All right. Yeah. So this is the this is the picture I'm trying to 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 draw for our for our listeners. Because think about the day, the time, the energy, and the sort of the mind suck of thinking, oh God, that's that customer that, that I got to do those surety bonds for. Mm -hmm. That goes away. That yeah. hour goes back into servicing either that customer or some other customer. So I, I'll say this again. This show is all about finding ways to make you better in your day. Tell me this doesn't sound like a strategy that makes your office hum so much faster, so much better uh, by, by taking out some of that, so much of that manual process in an area right now that is still so freaking manual, right? Yeah, and there's no one rush, rushing to make it um, uh, automated. I mean, there's right. there's it's a slow moving ship, but you know the whole coronavirus thing, like you said, gave everyone a nudge. Mm -hmm. But still, the nudge is still focused on the bigger ticket items. Um, you know, I've thought of something when it's just kind of an anecdotal thing about why um, why attack surety bonds as a way to enter. Kind of the larger account um kind of how you spoke to earlier and one of our kind of mottos with our company is watch what everyone else is doing and then go the other way and <laughs> I, love that. I, I i remember you know if you look at google adwords and you want to pay per click for auto or home insurance it's like fifty dollars a click right mm -hmm. you're competing mm -hmm. with state farm you're competing with progressive and geico it's an exorbitant amount of money um but you can buy clicks for flood insurance for $3. Now, if someone buys flood insurance, wouldn't it stand to reason that they have a home? Mm -hmm. And wouldn't it stand to reason that they probably park cars in that home? Mm -hmm. And that's how I feel about surety. I mean, uh, everyone's attacking commercial policies, you know, cover wallet, next insurance, et cetera. Um, or you can, uh, you know, you can write surety bonds for two bucks and uh, then you really solve their real pain point because that's the customer's real pain point is getting that bond, not getting their, their general liability policy. And then uh, you can cross sell the account. And so um, I, anyways, I didn't want to completely distract you, but it's something. No, that that's that you're making a great point. Your point is, is valid. The point is this looking for ways to differentiate, differentiate your agency right now is what every agency owner, every anybody in a leadership position should be looking for. And it's as simple as things like you just said. Yeah, I, I don't have the budget to go 
pay pay for clicks on auto and home. Uh, maybe I do for flood, which is to your point, a, a back, maybe a little back door, but a back door into home. And surety bond sure as heck feels like a back door into commercial. Mm-hmm. And if you can tell me that something that would would have taken me an hour to do three now takes me five minutes and I and I have it instantly versus versus waiting for it to be mailed, that sounds like a differentiator like a plus differentiator. So again, I've said this before, I I'll keep saying it because it is important to me that this show stays at a high level and we don't get into the, Hey, check out this new software and let me advertise it. That's not what I'm doing here. What I'm doing is giving you something to think about go back to your agency and think if, if you're spending more than that, that allotted, which is roughly one to two minutes to do bonds or if you're avoiding bonds, or if you've lost customers due to bonds, or if you want to take another marketing approach to going and being the bond place in your geographic area, man, there, there's a win there. So Aaron, um, I think this is awesome. I, I, am, I am a fan of anyone who's looking at ways to make independent agents more efficient, faster, better, stronger, and you fit that mold to a team, my man. Thank you Thanks. so much for doing this. Um, let me say this. I, I think this is something that every agency should take a look at, that they should at least make a, a, an educated decision on whether or not it moves the needle in their agency. What is the best way for them to either get a hold of you or to get a look at a video or like what's, what's the best way for them to kind of take the next step here and say, yeah, I do want to save my people an hour a day or three hours a month or whatever, whatever that timing is. I want to see more. What's, what's the best way to get you in that? Yeah. I mean, uh, for me personally, I do um, all of our demos and onboarding. Uh, so, and then our operations person is Chris Colger who, uh, um, worked, he was the vice president of commercial surety for Chubb for a long time. So reach out uh, to you on LinkedIn. Is yeah, that the LinkedIn best is good. Uh, my, my phone is 215-309-8001. And my email is Aaron at propellerbonds.com. I love it. I love it. Aaron, you are doing some great stuff. I appreciate you being on the show. I'm going to end this the way we always end it with one last question. The question is, what is Aaron Steffi's one big piece of advice for the insurance industry? Um, I, I think for the insurance industry as a whole, I would honestly say um, I would go completely independent um, through the independent agent channel. I love it. Um, love it. Love it. My man. Uh, yeah. All right. Thanks everybody for tuning into another episode. If you're not already following me or subscribing to this podcast, shame on you. Go do that right now. Get me on LinkedIn, uh, subscribe anywhere where you get your podcasts and also go subscribe on the Vertifor website, vertifor.com. Go to the resources tab and find podcasts. That's where we're going to start putting up a little, you'll get emails when the podcasts come out, but you'll also get an email with some bonus coverage and some little videos that we're going to do and things like that. So get, get yourself in there. Once again, Aaron Steffi, uh, Steffi Insurance, Propeller Insurance. Uh, thanks for being here, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, we'll see everybody next week. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for listening to the Vertifor Insurance Podcast and tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode. You can find more episodes at vertifor.com under the resources tab or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you subscribe and if you enjoyed this episode, share it on social and spread the word. 
Don't forget to join in on the conversation and recommend future guests by messaging us at Vertifor.